When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Daily Stock Trading Podcast in my ears. Guiding me through my hopes and fears. Tune in daily. Don't miss a single show. Sign up for the newsletter. Let us help you grow. Good morning. Happy Monday. Monday, October 30th. Uh, for all you degenerate teenagers out there, it is uh, hell night tonight. So uh, I will have a cannon of uh, guns, um, you know, shooting eggs at anyone who comes near my house with toilet paper. <laughs> I'm that old guy. I'm that angry old dude. But it is uh, it is a degenerate night of hell. Uh, I'm, I'm, I think last, last year somebody knocked on my door at like 3 a.m. So yeah, I'm in, I'm in a, a, a neighborhood where that's, that's considered fun, I guess. Uh, one thing that I wanted to update you, I almost sent out a newsletter yesterday. I didn't, it was going to be an ad because TrendSpider uh, gave me the pri- uh, Black Friday private presale just for listeners, um, 250 bucks for the year, one year. $249.60 for the elite. That's the level that you need to get my algorithms because it gets you uh, all of the back testing ability. So you can buy elite now. You click on that. The process is sign up at this link. Just go to linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash daily stock pick. It's the top one, top, uh, it, it ends tomorrow. So it, it ends midnight tomorrow, I believe. It's got one day, 15 hours and 47 minutes. Um, I don't know exactly what time that adds up to, but it's probably central time. So I, I did want to let people know, but I did update, I think on Saturday, I updated the, um, the link tree. So if you followed the link tree or if you went there at any point in time on the weekend, you got the offer, but it is there. If you want my algorithm, there's that, uh, that's all I'm going to talk about. I'll say it at the end too, because I know people don't like ads. Speaking of ads, I posted a poll on Spotify. Uh, are you uh, annoyed by the ads? Are they a pain? 73% say yeah. Uh, 27% say no. I was more interested in the responses because the one response says, I'm cool with it. Uh, I'll still listen. No problem. Thank you, Zach. Uh, and Ducati says, hey, uh, keep the ads, G. It literally takes two seconds to skip through them at the beginning. If it puts 50 cents in your pocket to help the show, that's a great treat off. And, and, and full disclosure, it does not put 50 cents per listen <laughs> in my uh, pocket. I think it puts less than a penny in my pocket. I mean, full disclosure, I think I make somewhere in the neighborhood of 100 bucks a month. 
but re- think about the hours that I'm putting in. So I do about four to six hours of research. I do an actual two to four hours of on the show, newsletter, and all of that stuff. So it's a hundred bucks a month. I, I think you can you can uh, literally um, you know d- deal with a couple of ads. So continue on. It's on yesterday's. Uh, I- I'm not going to continue the poll, but if you just go to yesterday's or I'm sorry Friday's episode, earnings week in review, uh, you can see the poll and you can vote in it. Uh, but a lot of people just don't take the time to look at even the comments. I don't. I mean. I can't even tell you the last time I did a poll on freaking Spotify or even commented on Spotify. So uh, that's why I certainly appreciate you guys taking your time and doing that. Uh, Let's look at Spy. Uh, Spy, what I want to point out is this is a weekly chart of Spy. And everybody's saying we're in correction territory because if we look at it from the high back here, uh, we are 10% down. So you're 10% down uh, on, on the high. From the high, you know, the, the high which was July twenty fourth, the July high, you're ten percent down. So it's correction territory. Uh, simple as that. You still don't have confirmation, so I'd still be semi careful. Even though the futures all point to up, I would still be careful in this. But what I really want to point out is that we are seventeen percent, fifteen to seventeen, depending on who you who you listen to, from the low. And, and listen, guys, I'm just taking these lines and taking these numbers by. Uh, by, by chance, you're 17% above last year's October low, which was the week of October 10th. And what I want to point out specifically is the VIX. If we go back one year ago, the VIX was at about 25. Right now, the VIX is at 20. So we're significantly off the VIX. And is the VIX broken? You can read about it in um, in, in Seeking Alpha. Um, you can read all about the, the VIX. It's the volatility index. I, I think we've talked about Uvixi uh, and, and other things in this, but Uvixi is up, um, which means that the VIX has been going up, which w- uh, on, a, uh, on a downturn would be expected. I mean, you went here in the algorithm, got you in at $17. You're at not, almost at $20. It's a nice 20% gain, but the VIX isn't at 25, it's at 20, and we haven't come all the way down on SPY, so you should be extra careful. Now, I wrote in the weekend newsletter, uh, if we go over here to the newsletter, um, this was in the free portion of the newsletter, so I'm not letting anything uh, anything go. This week was what I consider the quarterly play, uh, playoffs of the stock market. We're halfway through the S&P earnings so far, 49% of the S&P 500 has reported. Of this, 78% have reported earnings per share above estimates. The five-year average is 77%, so we're not blowing away any earnings like surprises, but you're still above average for five years. The 10-year average is 74 so that's kind of a big deal. So far, so far it's been 7.7% above averages, which is below the five-year of 8.5, but above the 10-year of 66 Understand the five and ten year are the entirety of the S and P five hundred. So it's not; it doesn't include. We may have another that the rest of the fifty percent may bring that seventy seven seventy eight percent down to what sixty percent if it just goes through a horrible, horrible week. 
But understand, even though it's not a, you know, the the, the rest of the portion of the, the newsletter was a paid newsletter, which is my look on uh, this week in earnings, which is my reason for uh, buying more Amazon, about $20,000 worth of Amazon. If you want to follow those trades, follow me at Savvy Trader. Um, but that newsletter, it's important, even though it's a weekend paid newsletter, don't, I, I include a lot of important stuff in the free portion of that newsletter in the preview. Um, the paid people, they just get a little bit, you know, it, it's a lot more. I get some really nice feedback on it, but understand even the weekend one. But this is why I want you to be careful. Here's the four hour. The four hour, we still don't have confirmation. So we're still in this downturn. Now, in, in the pre market, we're at 413. Understand that 4,000 is a significant level if we get down there. Uh, for th- the new handle of three is an enormous, enormous psychological barrier. Uh, if we start going up, and remember you had the death cross here. I mean, there's just not a lot to to like in this market. Doesn't mean you throw everything out. I mean, look at Cleveland Cliffs. They're up 1620. Uh, buying that one at 15 would be good. Uh, Devin, we, we've gone up above 50, and then we've gone below uh, uh, 50. Uh, one that looks promising is, is CVX. I mean, they had their catalyst, um, their earnings, and, and they just dropped like a freaking knife. At 144, I mean, this is a company that, that you know, it's a mainstay. This isn't what you build your portfolio on, but it's a significant, significant uh, company that in the oil space that provides great returns, solid returns. And if you bought it up here at 160 or even 180, I don't think you're doing horribly. I think the Exxon CEO last week said it perfectly. We will go up and down. Our earnings will go up and down based on the price of oil. Price of oil right now, if we go over here to Finviz and we look at uh, the the oil, you go down to the bottom left, crude oil is down 2%. Natural gas is down 3%. Energy is getting killed. So there's a lot to do with it. You don't have a lot to be positive in the market right now. The negatives are, you know, Israel expanded their war in in Gaza. Um, The Ukraine and and Russia, they're still going at war. Um, You know, as far as the dysfunctionality of the American government, uh, you just elected a speaker of the House who's getting um, not rave reviews, um, pretty critical of them, Um, you know, and and they couldn't get anybody in there. And they still have that vote where he could get ousted out based on you know one person bringing it up. So you've got dysfunction in the U.S. government. You've got the debt. You've got um, uh, inflation, which is coming down, but but less sticky. Now here's the good news, and this is the shocking thing: you had a 4.9 percent GDP number last week. 4.9. We haven't seen those numbers in quite a while. 4.9 year-over-year year percent in GDP. The market went down. So the bad news is outweighing the good news. Uh, and the bad news is definitely weighing on the market. So just be careful. Like I said, Chevron, I think at 144, I, I think you're okay buying it. Look at this, you know, the, the support back in July of 2022 went down to 137 at its low. If oil's going to continue to come down, this one will continue to come down. Is oil too high? I don't think so. I think it's going to play between $80 and $100. So uh, I heard a strategy, which I thought was a great strategy. And if you understand it, go ahead and do it. Uh, They said buy these energy stocks and then sell covered calls on them. Because what you'll do is you'll collect the premium 
while you own these stocks. And if the price of oil continues to go up and down, then at least you're collecting the premium plus the dividend while you own the stocks. And if for some reason the, the stock takes a huge downturn, then you get out when you, when the covered call, or I'm sorry, if it, if it takes a huge upturn, then you at least get the, the sale of the stock and you've collected the premium. So there, there's almost no risk to actually own this thing because if it continues to go down, um, you're not necessarily going out, but you're not going to zero. You're not coming back here and going to $50 on, uh, on Chevron. You may come back to the 200-day, and the 200-day is at 127. But energy is just one of those sectors that I think will continue to be manipulated and, and, and ridden um, in this thing. And I'm continuing to hold PXD, continuing to hold Exxon. Uh, I don't have Chevron. But it's getting much more attractive at that price. McDonald's, you can see this slide from $300 down to $250. Um, they had a solid earnings peak. Uh, and and the, 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 I'll include a news article on this one. But what was interesting was they, they included the term strategic price hikes. I don't exactly know what that means. I don't go to McDonald's a lot. But they in, in, increased their earnings $3.19 from $3.17. Solid, solid. You can't knock the consumer down on this. And people are going to McDonald's a lot more. Um, SoFi. SoFi is an interesting one. Um, here's a Seeking article, uh, Alpha article on SoFi. SoFi stock jumps after Q3 earnings beats, raises revenue, adjusted EBITDA guidance. I said it, hey, get SoFi. SoFi is up 10% in the pre-market. It's up at $7.61 from $6.87. Right now, it doesn't it doesn't have confirmation in the pre in the pre-market it does because it's trading at 761 which is up here to cl- to close to the 50 day the 50 day is at 771 that's going to provide some resistance in the short term if you get through that 50 day i think the next next target is the 200 day which is at 858 and then i think that that this gap up here at 10 i think that comes into play because remember, this gap is from the previous earnings where it jumped from 964 all the way up to 1035. And, and it continued up for a couple of a couple of candles, but then it started to come back down and it just grabbed its weakness. But solid, solid earnings, uh, SoFi posted. Um, so they're still not making money. They're losing three cents, but they're getting close to that. And like I say, with this one and Uber, you should be in it when when they start making money. That's a good thing to to, to be. Uh, one st- some stocks that I like. Um, CVX. We went over CVX in the algorithm. CVX. It's not a buy. You're not in a buy scenario with CVX. Understand the algorithm doesn't say buy. Uh, you still don't have confirmation. Your MACD is still going down. Your RSI is at 17. So you're oversold. Uh, doesn't mean that it can't go down to one 130. Um, it, in pre-market, you're at 145. Just means it becomes a little bit more attractive. One that where earnings is coming up this week, and we'll go over all of the earnings this week because it is a huge earnings week. Starbucks uh, got, just got you out with a 1% gain. Starbucks right before their earnings. Their earnings are on Wednesday. I think it's post-market if I'm right. Pre-market. Sorry, Wednesday pre-market. So if you don't own it, you'd have to own it tomorrow. Uh, for the pre-market, you'd have to buy it at some point in time tomorrow unless you want to play the the, the earnings. Uh, this one, that yellow line at 97, I think that was the previous um, support, previous, I'm sorry, resistance area that I saw. 
Um, so if you want to play it from 92 to 97, I think that's a possibility. The MACD is a little bit high on this one, but it, it's, it's crossing down. The RSI is in no man's land at 39. In my mind, not a horrible, horrible play. If you look at this one from a long-term perspective, it's not super expensive. It's right at its 200-day. Now, here's the thing. I think uh, Starbucks has really crappy food. I hate Starbucks food. Can't stand it. I don't understand how a coffee chain that is the, the largest coffee chain, and from what I understand, everybody loves their freaking coffee that, that goes to it. I mean, you're paying a freaking fortune for their coffee. Um I don't understand how they can't get food right. It just makes no sense to me how you can't get food right. But these things happen. Uh, it, it's a tough business. So, uh, But I like Starbucks. And, and those two stocks are ones that I wanted to point out. Doesn't mean that the algorithm's in there, but I kind of got them in my sights as, as something that I'm looking at. Now, when I went to Finviz today and I went to the screener, um, I have free screeners that you can look at. Uh, I, I looked at this bounce play. Um, what, what, which one did I look at? Earnings growth, breakouts. Breakouts I looked at. Did I look at breakouts? Um, which one was it? Let me see. Uh, we're going to go to Finviz and then Screener. Oh, what happened? Finviz is messing up a little. Finviz, Screener. And then we're going to go to my presets and bounce plays. No, I guess it wasn't bounce place. Uh, breakouts? I guess it's not breakouts. Why am I getting none of these? Interesting. Um, well, I found one in one of these. I don't, I'm not sure which one it was. I thought it was bounce place. Um, let's see. Reset filters. I'm going to reset filters. Let's see. Bounce place. Five filters. Oh, you know what? I think it, it stopped because it's 930. I'm not a premium member. But I found one. I think it was that bounce play. And it's AES. And I said, okay, let me look at this one. AES found on Finviz Screener. And I, I believe it's the bounce play. But I think because it's 928, it's close to open. It's not letting me do the screener. You have to do the screener at certain times unless you pay for, um, for Finviz. But this AES was interesting. And the reason it's interesting is look at this play. For the last year, you've been going down. You bounced off here at 12, and you're up at 14.75. If I take that over to TrendSpider, and I look at AES, and I look at this one, you can see that the downturn ha ha even has been recent from July, and you're looking at this one at $13 the algorithm got you in. It's at 14.78. It's up at 14.84 pre-market. You do have confirmation in this one as long as you hold that 14.65 level, you do have confirmation. Their ex-dividend date is tomorrow, and, and their ex-dividend date, by the way, it's 4.65, so you're getting paid about 1%. Uh, it will get taken out of the stock, but as long as you're in an upward trajectory, it might be worth buying this stock for the upward trajectory. Now, I did a little bit more research, and I found this article on, uh, on, on Yahoo, Yahoo Finance, and um, it basically is let's see fossil fuels outlook um and you kind of scroll down here these are the uh 12 best undervalued energy stocks i'll include this in the newsletter and you scroll down here the number one is aes and they go over all of the 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 financials that you have to get into and blah 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 uh, aes is one of the best undervalued energy stocks to buy according to analysts along with sunrun Plug Power, and Bloom Energy. Sunrun, I would not uh, touch because of solar's issues. 
Plug Power, I would not touch because of their issues. And Bloom Energy has significant other issues. But AES just seems to be, um, they declared a quarterly dividend of uh, $0.16, cents, $0.17 per share. Dividend is payable by November 15th to shareholders on record of November 1st. As of October 22nd, the company has a dividend yield of 4.74. I like this one. I, I, I Well, and I shouldn't say I like it. I'm not going out and buying it. But it's kind of how you can use Finviz to try and find some opportunities. And if you go over to my daily newsletter, uh, dailystockpick.substack.com, and you just type in Finviz Screener, you'll find 630 um, uh, free links to Finviz uh, Stock Scanner tools. And this isn't a paid. Oh, it is a paid one. Oh, maybe I did pay it. Uh, But I think I included it free. Um, notes from upon including links to Finviz screeners. Um, well, I included Finviz screeners down here. So if you want the links, you probably got to pay for it. But there is a free seven-day trial. You can get it. So if you want those screeners, you can find it. There's some Finviz screeners there. Maybe this isn't the one that I put in. Um, Finviz screener. Uh, let's see. Uh, 620. Great stocks. Free screening tools. That are move, free screening tool to find stocks that are moving the market. Free links to Finviz scanner tools. Huh. Maybe I didn't. Did I include this? It says, oh, it's paid. That's because it's archived. Yeah, you get a free seven-day trial. So if you want it, maybe I'll unarchive this one. Eh, go and subscribe. But if you're not a paid subscriber, the free seven-day trial, you can get it if you wanted to look at it. Um, this week's in this week in earnings talked about uh, the paid subscribers got it on Saturday. We talked about SoFi. I like it. The student loan repayment stuff. After the bell today, Simon Property Group. This is part of the uh, the core portfolio. Simon Property Group. Uh, right now, the algorithm has you out. Doesn't have you in. You have no confirmation. It's trading at one hundred five. It's up one percent today. Uh, their earnings come out today after the bell. Um, October 30th after the bell. It's below its 200 day. I mean, long term on this one, I think 100 has been a solid, solid support level. Uh, Anything in the 100 handle has been a solid support level. You kind of just hang around that, that, that 200 day. Now, if we go over here, the good thing about this stock is while you're hanging around that 200 day, you're getting a 7.12% dividend yield. Now, the most recent uh, 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 analyst said downgrade Evercore outperformed to inline. They reduced their price target by $2 from 131 to 129. So they downgraded it, but they they put it at 129. The average target price is 129. You're trading at 105. So I, I, I like this one. It's going to be key because... What we've seen from the consumer over all of the earnings is that they're still strong, 4.79% GDP. So while the stock market has been going down because everybody's anticipating, hey, uh, we may see a recession and and the the realities of a recession have come in uh, even greater. And the bond market, we talk about the bond market, the 10-year bond continuing to drive this market lower, um, the consumer is still strong. And Simon Simon Property Group is the consumer. I would urge you, if you drive past the Simon Mall today, go in there for lunch. Look at the crowds. If the crowds are big at Simon Malls, buy the stock. Uh, Tuesday after the bell, we have AMD. Uh, AMD, this is, you know, they're not competing with NVIDIA, uh, but they will compete with NVIDIA on, on some of the AI stuff. They're just behind. 
now, it's a beaten down stock. I personally own this one. I think my average price is around 105, 106, somewhere in that neighborhood. Didn't think it was going to get below here, uh, below 96, below 100 again, but here we are. Uh, solid earnings. I can't imagine you don't get a solid earnings out of this. The weekly, you don't have confirmation. Uh, the four hour, you don't have confirmation. Uh, there's nothing that's telling me, oh my God, you've got to buy this stock. But if you don't have a position in a chip, I think the AMD is probably a decent one to get. Um, it, it's it's still fairly expensive. As chips go, it's not super expensive. Um, forward PE, it's 23. You're up 48% year to date. So uh, at this time last year, you were trading at 70. <laughs> so it's not horrible. It's been up, you know, if we go to a weekly and we look, the all-time highs are way back here. November 2021, you're at 150. So it, it, it is... Uh, it does have that high flying move, but I like it. Apple, Apple announced that the, tomorrow, uh, tomorrow on Halloween, it might be even be today. I'm not sure which one, but they have a hollow, a scary event. This is like, I don't think this is going to move the stock. It's the most, um, kind of portrayed. Eh. So we're going to get new chips. There's nothing earth shattering out of this event. You're not getting new iPhones. You're not getting new iPads. Um, you're not getting anything that's going to move the chip. The 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 MacBook uh, that are expected. Some of the new stuff. You're just getting basically a new chip. I, I don't think that you're going to see anything that's going to like shock the market in this one. It Apple's up one percent. It's trading at one seventy. Um, it's starting to gain confirmation. Because on Thursday, they report after the bell. And, 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 and I'll tell you, uh, my, my take on Apple, this one is the bellwether of the market. And, and it's reporting on Thursday after the bell. I don't have huge hopes. Uh, we have China saying, hey, don't buy the iPhone if you're a government worker. We have Huawei, which is a Chinese uh, handset company, coming up with incredible gains. We have uh, China saying, hey, um, we're going to look into Foxconn, which is the, uh, the production of the iPhone and other, uh, other uh, Mac products, Apple products. Um, and we have uh, the, the cost of moving um, uh, uh, some of their production from China to, from China to, uh, to India. So I don't have huge hopes for this. I put a massive, massive analysis uh, into the newsletter on this, uh, on this stock. Um, and it was based on, let me see, uh, maybe I'll, eh, it's the weekend newsletter. Let's take a look and I'll just scroll down to my Apple analysis. Um, Apple's reported decline in revenue for three straight quarters. Uh, as you can see, I included all these charts. The multiple for a declining company is far too high. The forward PE is 25. Remember if they don't meet expectations, the stock, uh, alone, Going down 10% would take the market down 10%. I mean, Google going down 10% was one thing. Apple going down 10% would just crash this market. The big thing with Apple has been the share buyback in recent years, which has helped the stock price. Uh, analysts expect Apple to report $1.39 per share on revenue of $84 billion for the quarter, which would be an increase. So if they don't meet out meet expectations, look out below. Honestly, that's the best thing I can tell you about about uh, earnings this week is Apple's going to guide it. 
but Apple does have an event on Tuesday. Wednesday, we have Palantir reporting before the bell. So understand, if you don't have a position in Palantir, uh, Palantir right now is trading at $15. It's down. It's got no confirmation. You're out. Got you out with a 5% gain right here on October 23rd. Um, yeah, the, the algorithm doesn't do you great. It does the exact same performance as buying and holding. So it's been a tough market. Here's what I know about Palantir. Uh, the RSI is at 31. You're, you're oversold. The MACD is below the oscillator. If these guys come out and, and, and say they had a profit just like they had last quarter, I think you're looking at this one popping to 19 again. I think this one's solid. You got wars going on. Palantir has the uh, the contract in the um, the, the UK. Um, you can read all about the news. But I like Palantir. Palantir before the bell on Wednesday. Wednesday, you have Qualcomm reporting. Uh, I still love this stock. Uh, it, it's got solid uh, solid fundamentals. Uh, Intel, you saw what they did really well last week. I think the old guard of chips like uh, Qualcomm might be coming back. You're starting to get confirmation before earnings. Your RSI is at 50. Your MACD is about to cross up. Tomorrow, we should get a buy in the algorithm on this one. This one has not performed very well at all with the algorithm. I like this at, at 108. I like this gap up here to get filled at some point. But you've got to make your way through this 200-day. Look at since August. Since it dipped below this 200-day, look at how it's using that 200-day as resistance. It's getting above that 50-day and just moving below. Well, here, we're below the 50-day at 108. If you get above the 50-day, you're at 110. I, I think this is, you're up 2% today to 108. I think this is a solid play. I like this company. The fundamentals are good on this one. I think you're fine. Uh, also on Wednesday, we have one that I, I also don't have much hope of, but it might be an interesting one to play because it's beaten down so much. And I constantly say this. I'm holding at about 62, 61, maybe 57. I forget what I bought this at. You know what? Let's go over to Savvy Trader and let's go to the trading portfolio. And let's look at PayPal. We'll go over to PayPal uh, and we'll look at the history. I bought it 68. 68.37, oh, 67.50 is what I bought it. 67.50 is what I bought it on June 22nd. So if we go back here to the, the, the this June 22nd is way back here and we had the earnings come down. I still like this stock. June 22nd, I bought it on the upturn. So I had this, uh, I wanted it to fill that gap. June 22nd right here at 67. We got up to 75, should have sold it. But I was holding long-term. I like this one still. I, I just like the dollar cost average. Remember, this is the first call that the new CEO will address the forward plan. Stock has been a dog. The margins are the key on this one. If the margins go down, we're going to get out. I'm just getting out. I'm just saying I'm, I'm done. Another one that's interesting on Thursday, Thursday before the bell, Shopify reports. This has been a dog as well. Let's go over to trading portfolio and let's look at Shopify. Um, Shopify, we're going to go to do, do, do Shopify right here. Um, all, let's see, I am down 15% on Shopify on August 23rd. I bought 25 shares at 5660. It has confirmation should go up. Uh, August, we can say it did go up. It did go up. Went all the way up to 67. Your boy held on. Your boy identified this one as a long one. I identified this green line as support at 48. We lost confirmation there. We're starting to get confirmation back right before earnings. I'm super interested in this one. Remember, they got rid of their cost center. 
So they probably should be making significantly more money. Significantly more money. So Shopify right there. Uh, Eli Lilly, LLY. Uh, Eli Lilly reports the pullback might have been an opportunity to get in. I've said it before that GLP-1 may be a fantastic for any of these drug companies. Amgen reports on Tuesday, but Lilly is the core portfolio simply for the weight loss drug. Remember, Amgen hasn't gotten their, uh, their weight loss drug to market yet. Lilly has it out there. So Lilly on the pullback, 570. We don't have confirmation to get in. The algorithm just got you out with a 4% uh, loss. I think if you come back down here to this 505, I think you absolutely get in. Right now, you don't have confirmation. The RSI is just trending up a little bit. It's up 1.79 in the market today. Uh, let's look at Thursday after the bell. Let's look at the Apple star chart because Apple is the, the bellwether. Like I said, we're up 1.5%. You're starting to get that button hook down at the bottom of here, but you've had it before down here at 170. You went up to 180. I think this is where you kind of play between 170 and 180. Understand it's still expensive. Apple is still expensive. The forward PE is 25. The, the PE is 28. It's a 0.57% dividend. The big thing is the buyback on this. The reason they've been uh, able to hold their uh, earnings per share, their EPS, is because they buy back so much stock. Year to date, you're up 30%. The average target price is 199. Morgan Stanley on October 16th reiterated, price target went from 215 to 210. They're still up over 200 on this. So I don't think it's crazy to hold on to it. I do think if I were smart, I'd be selling some covered calls out around $200. If the price gets up there, um, you know, far out in the future, then I'd be ta- the stock would be taken away from me. Um, but I'm not worried about it. I'm really not worried about it. I, I probably should do, be doing covered call on this one. I'm worried that this one's going to take the stock down. Uh, one stock that I found in the Wolf. If you go over to Trendspider, there is a um, a Wolf. They're they're big on Twitter. The Money Crew weekly picks by Wolf Financial, uh, and I found FNG. Uh, FNG is one that they recommend this week, uh, and it, this one is a levered uh, ETF. Uh, and if we just go over here, we can read about it. On, on uh, Seeking Alpha, uh, three times levered ETN due January 8th is an exchange traded note between, uh, launched by the Bank of Montreal. The note seeks to track three times daily performance of FANG. So you go down here to holdings, it holds 10 names Alphabet, Microsoft, Snowflake, Amazon, Apple, Netflix, AMD, NVIDIA, Tesla, Meta. So it owns 12 names, or t- I'm sorry, 10 names. That's all it is. The expense is incredibly expensive, but what you're paying for is that leverage. Now, in the algorithm, eh, I wouldn't buy it. I think it's got that that button hook at the top, kind of turning down a little. RSI's at 53 in no man's land. MACD's about to cross down. Not my thing. Uh, if you did want this thing, I would say, and I will include this in the newsletter, I found this ch- this graphic. It's ride the trend with EMAs. Uh, for better signals, make sure the 20-day EMA is above the 50-day EMA, and both of these EMAs are above the 100-day EMA. This is a simple setup of EMAs to use on higher time frames starting from the one hour. So one hour to a daily. I mean, you could use this on a daily to figure one out. You can set this up in TrendSpider. You can say, hey, alert me when the 20-day is above the 50-day and both of these MAs are above the 100-day. 
And when one of these crosses down below the 100-day, you could set up a strategy that says, hey, alert me and tell me to sell. So I'll include that chart and another chart about uh, fundamental analysis versus technical analysis in the newsletter. Uh, I wanted to go over the grade eight just to show you in the four-hour algorithm where we are. Apple, we're out. Uh, Amazon, we're out, but we're soon in. And, and and you can see that MACD is crossing up. So I think in the afternoon candle, tomorrow scans, we should have Amazon a, as in. Uh, we go down to Google. Uh, Google, we're out. Uh, there's, there's a button hook starting. 125, you're under 130. You're going to get another uh, cross up and you're going to get a, a bullish move and it's going to move up. Now, again, Apple is probably going to define where Google is going this week. But you're up 1.79%. Uh, Meta, you're up above 300 again. Remember I said, hey, get this one under 300. Don't worry if you're going to time it to 279. Don't time it. Get it under 300. Yeah, I added to my position. Microsoft, uh, you're in at 316. But it's hanging on to this 200-day. It's just literally hanging on to that 200-day the entire time. It got you in here October 2nd in the morning and then even through earnings. It's just earnings pop. It just retreated. Started to cover this gap. Just retreated. So Microsoft, you're out. Netflix, you're in at 403. It's trading right now at 405. In the pre-market, it was at 397. Get in under 400. I think this one's a solid company. I think they'll continue. NVIDIA, you're out. You're just out. I mean, there's no confirmation here, but look at that MACD. This could be a week where maybe we get some positive things and we start moving up. But remember, you're still not completely out of the woods here. And the final of the grade eight, Tesla, you're out. I mean, Tesla, I would not be moving back into Tesla until this nine day. You're above that nine day. And I don't know what catalyst is going to get you up there. They continually pull out the prices. Um, I just don't know what catalyst you're going to see. So let's go over some scans. First one is one that I really like, Boeing. You still don't have confirmation. Am I buying in here at 179? I said get it under there, but you're seeing a button hook. The danger is with the last couple, you saw a button hook, but it just got you right out. So be careful, be patient. Boeing is one I think that that is a good one. One that had really good earnings last week and popped is Intel. And the algorithm got you in. Again, if you wanted to time it and get it down here at 33, you could have. You know, are you going to time it and get it at its low at 32.15? Probably not. I mean, you know, you you could, but you'd be pretty lucky. Uh, The algorithm on this one loses you 29%. Buying and holding loses you 27%. This is one stock that uh, of the chip makers. I think it could run up the most, but it probably has the most risk too. Uh, it's just not a very well-run company right now, and I think uh, they they could. Um, they're they're looking like they're a good company, but they could you know falter just like every other chip company has. Uh, next one, O'Reilly. Oh 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 O'Reilly. O R L Y. Yeah, this one uh, got us in at nine twenty-seven. Nine twenty-seven. It got us in. Uh, Capital One. C O F. Financials. Little bit sketchy. They had their earnings, so you don't really have another catalyst. I like this one maybe to get back to the 200 day at 105. 
Um, that's where it seems to to want to go. Um, you know, in a positive. But Capital One credit card risk. Uh, I mean, that just kind of to me, I'd probably wait for that one to, to kind of go. Lindy PLC, this is part of the um, NASDAQ 100, uh, 370. You had your earnings. They were good, solid confirmation. You had your death cross right before earnings. That could turn positive and could do a golden cross again. From a long-term perspective on Lindy, I don't even know what this company does. I'm just li- literally looking at the chart. You can see it bounced right off the 50-day right there. And it's on its way up. Solid, solid chart. I mean, this is just a solid, solid chart of a company. Uh, and finally, Schwab. Uh, we talk about Schwab because the CEO bought at, I think, 60. And you're down or at 50. $50.62. Cross-up is at 51.04. Um, they had their earnings. Their ex-dividend date is coming up in November. I still don't see a reason to get into this one. If you're if you're still holding on and you bought in the, the, the mid-50s, I think you're fine. I just don't know when the bottom is on this one. Uh, but you can see clearly um, the past couple of earnings. It's been a solid bump around earnings. I mean, earnings have been good. It's just the whole financial sector is taking it down. Ever since March, look, I mean, February 28th, this was a $80 stock. I mean, and it was an $80 solid stock. This ain't going anywhere. Their bank is $2 billion out of the $100 billion. It's a super small portion of this entire uh, business. So I'm not worried about it, but I just don't know where the bottom is. You know, th- this one could be- get taken out just based on their TD, uh, TD Ameritrade. They are touting TD Ameritrade in their commercials. Huge. Um, so it's, it's an interesting one, just not one that I you know necessarily kind of uh, I'm not taking the, the 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 chance on. I think I got out of Schwab at about 62, 63. I think I bought it like 54, 55. So I got out during that pump. I said, you know, I have enough financials between my Bank of America, my Wells Fargo, um, and and other financials. This was one that I, I identified as a trade. So I didn't. I don't think I put it into the uh, uh, trading uh, uh, savvy trader either. Uh, okay, let's talk about some some. Sponsors again. I'm going to include the ads. I know majority of people said they didn't want ads, but they didn't give me a reason to take it out. And, and I know when I see ads on um on on podcasts, Spotify is so easy. It's not like YouTube. YouTube makes it super hard to skip. Uh, you have to sit there. And by the way, I want to know the guy. So you know when the option comes up to skip an ad on YouTube, I've never met somebody. Who doesn't skip that ad? So I don't understand how a sponsor puts an ad in. And, and I'd like to know the details. The, the people who don't skip that ad, tell me in the, the comments, how, what, what kind of time do you have in your life? Because I, I don't think there's an ad that I don't skip. The guy that I want to meet is the guy who, who sits there and, and watches the ad. Some ads are captivating. But 99% of these ads, are, even though they're targeted at me, don't make any sense. In fact, sometimes I get Spanish language ads on YouTube, which is crazy to me, probably because I go to soccer games and stuff. But I don't understand why they're, they're targeting me with Spanish. But I am going to keep the ads. The other way to support the podcast is Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash daily stock pick. 
Trend Spider, we have that, that Black Friday sale. Um, it is private to this group. It is over tomorrow. You've got one day, 15 hours, six minutes left. $259 for the year. The process is you use this link, you sign up for the 250 bucks, and then you use the link up here, which opens up an email, dailystockpick3 at gmail.com. Dailystockpick1, dailystockpick2, we're taken. So dailystockpick3 at, 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 at uh, gmail.com. That you email me and I email you back a list, um, uh, all of the list, you know, a welcome letter that includes the links for uh, the algorithms, for the watch lists, for the scanners, everything that I use uh, on this daily show, you'll get. Second one, if you like Seeking Alpha, and I love the quants, I, I love the quant ratings, I love to go over, uh, when I find a stock like that, what, AES, what, which one was it that I found in the FinViz scanner, AES, when I find something like that, I'm like, okay, let me go over to Seeking Alpha. Seeking Alpha has been put in as part of my uh, my my daily ritual, reading their morning emails, everything like that. I love it. I love importing the um, the portfolio and then analyzing the portfolio with their quant. It's great, great service. And for you get fifty dollars off there, one hundred ninety nine bucks for the year. I don't think that's bad at all. Again, if I had the two between TrendSpider or Seeking Alpha. If you don't want charts, remember, these are two completely different services. I would not take one service uh, that, that actually uh, you know, competes with the other. These are different. Seeking Alpha is more for people who don't necessarily want to do the technical. I will include in the newsletter today, I will include this chart. Um, let me show you this. This has fundamental analysis versus technical analysis. Fundamental is Seeking Alpha. Technical is more of a trend spider. Technical takes a lot longer to learn. It's a process. It's charts. That's trend spider. That's the top link. If you just want fundamentals and you want somebody else to analyze things for you, Seeking Alpha is your, your game and you get 50 bucks off. That's the second link right there. Third link is Weeble. If you don't have a, a good uh, brokerage that you like, I like Weeble. Uh, in fact, let's look at what my portfolio and Weeble. I put a thousand bucks in there at the beginning of the year. Uh, Weeble, I like their desktop software. Uh, I'm at twenty three thirty four, two thousand three hundred thirty four. Largest positions Apple. Second largest position is Caterpillar. Third largest position is Boeing. Fourth is Spotify. Then Snap. Um, then Ford. Then KHC. Then Google. Then Coke. Procter and Gamble. Starbucks and Gap. So a lot of those are uh, stocks that they gave me. Uh, Apple, they didn't give me, they gave me some on Apple. Um, they gave me Gap. They gave me uh, Procter & Gamble. They gave me Kraft Heinz and they gave me Ford. I think Snap. Spotify I bought just because, you know, hey, my podcast on Spotify. So it is what it is. Uh, if you uh, want to sign up for the newsletter, the newsletter is right down there. Visible. Let's talk about cell phone plans. How you can support the podcast. If you're paying more than $25 a month for your cell phone service, click on that link. Uh, this one gives you $20 off your first month. They only have two plans, $25 or $35. That includes all taxes, fees, everything. The bill that you get is $25 a month. And, and you get $20 off if you click on that link. It is unlimited service through the Verizon network. You can't beat it. Uh, if you're ordering a Tesla... $500 off, and you get three months of full uh, FSD, which is full self-driving capability, which is, I think, $100 a month at this point, uh, or it's like $12,000 for the life of the car. 
Uh, if you want AT&T fiber service at your house, I have one gig. I love the one gig. Love it. One gig service here. Uh, you know, God, it's so good. So good. So that's the podcast. I will be back tomorrow. Uh, let's see. Uh, what do we have after the bell today? Simon Property Group. So uh, let's see. Where's Simon Property Group right now? Up 1.33%. I think they're expecting solid earnings. Uh, Simon Crop Property Group on this one. If you get back to the 200-day, that's what this line represents. You're getting back 3.5% from that high. From right now, let's see. If you bought at one, 105 and you get back to the 200-day, you're at 7%. You know, again, look look at what it did on the last earnings. It, it flew right before earnings, and then it just crashed right after earnings. Crashed down, and you haven't seen it back at that that, that level since. So is the is this the time where the the stock gets back? You know, two dollars and seventy four cents. They basically announced that here's a special dividend, and then another dividend. I'm the dividend's gonna come, and it's a solid play. So Simon Property Group after the bell. Okay. See you guys tomorrow. Bye. Every morning I wake up to the sound of the trading bell. My heart starts to pound. Daily stock day trading podcast in my ears. Guiding me through my hopes and fears. Tune in daily. Don't miss a single show. Sign up for the newsletter. Let us help you grow. Taking risks, making moves, seeking success. Together we'll conquer no room for any less. Every morning I wake up to the sound of the trading and fears.